Thank you, Chairman Tiffany, Chairman Westerman, Ranking Member Nagoose, and distinguished members of the subcommittee for allowing me to appear here today. My name is Reva Duncan, and I am currently the Vice President of the Grassroots Wildland Firefighters Advocacy Nonprofit, which is made up of current and former federal wildland firefighters. On December 31st, 2020, I retired from the U.S. Forest Service after 31 years with the agency. My position upon retirement was Fire Chief for the Umpqua National Forest and Roseburg and Coos Bay BLM districts in Southwest Oregon. Over the course of my career, I worked in five Forest Service regions on seven national forests in Pennsylvania, Florida, Utah, California, North Carolina, and Oregon. I was an official supervisor and directly involved in hiring from 1998 until my retirement. Most of you know by now that the Forest Service and the four land management agencies under the Department of Interior are struggling to recruit and retain wildland firefighters. Over the last few years, this has become a critical issue that affects most communities in the US. Wildfires are not just a California problem, nor are they a Western problem. This past spring, numerous areas in Wisconsin, New Jersey, and others in the East experienced serious wildfires that threatened homes, businesses, infrastructure, and the health of citizens. Federal wildland firefighters are being called upon to leave their families earlier and earlier to fight these destructive fires. While I could go on and on about numerous issues facing our workforce, I'm here today to discuss hiring and the proposed bill, Direct Hire to Fight Fires. The entire hiring system needs to be critically reviewed and modernized for the next 50 years of recruiting, hiring, retaining, and promoting federal wildland firefighters. The protracted and convoluted federal hiring process typically affects entry-level firefighters the most who are trying to get their first job as a federal wildland firefighter. However, there are other systemic issues associated with federal hiring which negatively affect long-term career employees who are denied promotions and detail assignments who, out of frustration, stop trying to obtain different positions within the Forest Service and DOI or end up resigning their federal job. Hiring became considerably more difficult and cumbersome with the centralization of human resources in the Forest Service, creating the Albuquerque Service Center, and the Bureau of Land Management, creating the National Operations Center. In our opinion, critical effort needs to be made to take an objective look at these decisions and consider whether decentralization of HR in the Forest Service and DOI makes the most sense moving forward. This is not to disparage the employees working in HR, HR for these agencies. They are also struggling to keep up with the workload, which is telling in the amount of turnover at both ASC and the NOC. Codifying direct hire authority would certainly provide shorter hiring timelines for critical wildland fire positions. Anything that helps expedite current hiring processes is a step in the right direction. As data shows, a DHA reduces the amount of time from authorization to employee entry on duty. This bill, if it becomes law, would continue to streamline the federal hiring process as it gives greater flexibility and timeliness to hire more wildland firefighters in rural and hard to recruit areas. The bill also states it will address and eliminate redundancies in the federal hiring process for wildland firefighters and support personnel, streamline the process for hiring wildland firefighters and support personnel who are employed by the agency in prior years, and reduce barriers for wildland firefighters transferring between agencies. 
One stark example of hiring redundancy in the, is the Forest Service does not recognize the DOI agency's employee background checks, and the DOI does not recognize the Forest Service's. This unnecessary barrier leads to significant delays in hiring firefighters between agencies and departments, and is often the last piece of red tape in the way of onboarding wildland firefighters. In the Forest Service and DOI, employees must still attach a specific Standard Form 50 notification of personal action to the resume that proves they are current federal wildland firefighters. In the Forest Service, if they attach the wrong SF-50, the application is discarded and they are disqualified. Conversely, in the National Park Service, if an employee attaches the wrong SF-50, they're notified to provide the correct form and their package goes on to be evaluated against the other factors. These are just a couple of examples where different processes in different land management agencies affect pools of qualified candidates. We would ask Congressman Issa and the rest of the committee to include a provision in the bill to waive age requirement for veterans and others as did the land management workforce flexibility law. Currently there is an age limit for permanent employees into special retirement system for federal wildland firefighters and law enforcement officers which makes hiring veterans over the age of 37 extremely difficult. On behalf of grassroots wildland firefighters, thank you for allowing me to be here today. I look forward to answering the committee's questions. Thank you, Ms. Duncan. Uh, next, I'd like to um, recognize Mr. Rick Goddard, Managing Director of Calum Technologies of Fresno, California. Mr. Goddard, you have five minutes. 